Welcome to Mac and Jack Talks NBA. Hey everyone, this week's episode is about the possibility of All Star 2021 being cancelled, how the superstars reacted, and the teams that surprised us the most. Yeah. I actually haven't thought about this topic before until LeBron James brought it up and other players, superstars, especially like Kawhi Leonard and Giannis Antetokounmpo talking about the possibility of not playing in the All-Star game and really questioning what is the point of having a 2021 All-Star game this season. Yeah, so let's talk about it. Uh, apparently, they... Reached an agreement that the All Star Game is happening in March seventh, twenty twenty one, and the Atlanta Hawks's whole uh arena. So what we know that is right now this week they're currently finalizing a deal and agreement to whether officially host the All Star or not. However, several comments made by some certain superstars left. A wrong impression for me because the fact that such as Giannis Giannis Antetokounmpo signed his most recent two hundred twenty five to two hundred forty seven million contract with bonuses and stuff incentive and stuff, and Kawhi Leonard's remaining contract. Yeah, I agree. Like if if I look at it holistically from both sides and both point of views i could understand from the player's point of view and from also the league's point of view obviously as a fan myself and i'm sure fans all over the world we do want to see an nba all-star game but it is also a balance of because there's no fans going to be inside the Atlanta arena or probably they'll let in minimal fans there really is a little bit lacking of that vibe and normal atmosphere of just having fun, chilling, and seeing your other superstar f- players and friends and catching up and meeting up with them. For example, if you're not going to even allow players to shake hands, to dab, or exchange jerseys, but you're going to allow 10 guys on the floor running up and down for a game that's essentially meaningless, that is not going to go on any regular season record or any playoff record, I could see, but what is the point? But at the same time, the way these players are coming up and complaining... I'm just a little bit sick and tired of it. Maybe because COVID-19 has brought everyone down. Everyone which are in the normal working class has to suffer and has to deal through pains and tribulations. Our frontline workers, a lot of them are laid off. They have had their hours cut. They risk their lives every day just to work and put food on the table. And these superstars that are signing 150 plus, 200 plus mil contracts are complaining that they don't want to play because it's dumb and they want to see their family and friends. That kind of rubs me rubs us off in a way that is a little bit off and probably they should be phrasing their complaints in a better and more respectable manner i totally agree such as for Giannis, what happened to seeing your family when you signed your most recent contract your family was not there was it i believe that as a leading edge superstar and that can affect 
most people nowadays, you gotta phrase your、uh, wordings better because lots of people look up to you, and lots of families those have kids who also look up to you as a parent. As a parent, you wouldn't want to see your kid being so spoiled just because of the fact that you're getting paid that much, but you're complaining while other people are having trouble putting food on their table, and their job are at a risk because of a pandemic. I believe that doesn't really sit straight, and for Kawhi's comment in regards to the fact that we all knew what the league was、uh, coming into it was all about playing for the money. Well, if you knew about it, then why are you complaining? Since you're playing for the money, and why don't you just go play instead? Yeah, exactly. So our our complaint really is really. You weren't complaining when you signed that large contract. You did it for the money. I mean, you may not have done it completely for the money, but would you, would you have been playing as hard as you would if they didn't pay you? I don't think so. So at the same time, you have to understand that your livelihood, your contract, all those people, your families and friends that you're all supporting that huge network is because NBA is a business. A lot of people. Do rely on these players to really be exemplary people and to do their jobs, which is why it rubs us the wrong way when players such as Kyrie Irving misses so many games for unrelated personal reasons, or players just voicing out that they think the game is stupid, they don't want to play, they don't want to do this, they don't want to talk to media, they don't want to play in the All Star game. It's part of your job. If For a normal person, our boss went to us and told us to do something. Can we complain like that? Can we say, "Yeah,、oh, that's that's dumb. We don't want to do that. That's out of, you know, that's extra overtime." And you know, we'll probably get written up and probably get fired eventually, and not get promoted and and all that stuff. And and we, as normal people in the working class, feel the stress of having to. Pay for their kids, put food on the table, you know, pay for rent and mortgages and things like that, transportation, and these superstars just kind of live in a bubble in a certain way, and they really should not be complaining. So, which is why I I think there are certain players that kind of either come from the G League or they've played in more、uh, terrible countries or cities where they're war torn. They are more humble about that fact, and they're more sensitive to that issue. So, I'm not saying what LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, or Giannis have what they said had no merit. I guess what we are saying is it's a somewhat sensitive topic, especially right now when so many people are suffering with with us during the pandemic. So, I think you should be more sensitive about your word choices and the way you phrase things.、Uh, but.、At, I mean,、uh, but at the same time, I do, I do want to say there is some merit in understanding that the atmosphere is different for the NBA All Star Game, and should they really hold it? So it's strange. Do Do you think they should hold it? I believe that they should still hold it, just because that many fans are still expecting to watch like their favorite superstars being able to play on the court, and especially with everything going on and the instab. Instability that is going on around every people's life. It's a great way to relieve stress. I do understand from the players' perspective as as is a huge risk, but it's also part of your job. As Nelson said, it at the end of the day, there's no right and wrong. But in terms of how you phrase, is rather important. And 
I believe that all-star games should still be proceeded because you already made such plans. You already had... You, you just have to do the constant testing. Just try to be sa- as safe as you can. Yeah, I... I agree. I think there should be an all-star game. Maybe a just one-day event instead of having the two, three-day uh, weekend event. I would take out some... Yeah, I'll take out some games such as the skills challenge, the rookie challenge, uh, the three-point shooting probably could be taken out. Maybe just keep the all-star game. I don't even know about the dunk contest. Maybe they could even take that out as well and just have one proper all-star game and just call it that and just show some fans some love and show some good entertainment because... We're all lacking that a little bit sometimes, all cooped up at home. So that's my opinion. And also, as we know, the Toronto Raptors are playing in Tampa. And there's certain arenas that do allow a small amount of audience. So you can get a little bit of that audience and live feed it and have have the people watch it live. I think that'll be good for the atmosphere, good for the NBA, and good for business in general. Yeah, so let's talk about some teams that kind of surprised us in terms of which teams are doing poorly in comparison to what we expected. For example, Miami Heat and the Toronto Raptors, as Nelson uh, stated, their, record are do- their records are doing as poorly as we expected, which is a surprise for most people as they were near in the Eastern Semis f- uh, final and the NBA Finals for the Miami Heat. What do you see some difference yeah, I I thought the Raptors would always be very competitive because they've I mean they've lost Serge Ibaka and they've lost Marcus Gasol, but they still kind of kept their core of young players with Pascal Siakam. They still have they re-signed Fred Van Vliet. They still have Kyle Lowry, which are really their backbone and their core of their team and the soul of their team. Chris Boucher has been playing well, so I'm not really exactly sure what's going on. I believe maybe with lost personnel, they lost some talented bigs and passing bigs, that they have to redefine and refine their identity. But I'm sure Nick Nurse is up to the task. Again, from previous episodes, I believe Nick Nurse is the best NBA head coach in the league right now, so I'm sure he'll figure it out. And he's had... He's also coached many teams before that weren't as talented. For example, uh, teams in the Europe, teams in the G League. So I'm sure he'll figure it out. And with Miami Heat, they've lost Jimmy Butler for a very long time. And he wasn't very healthy. So I think that contributed a lot to that as well. I totally agree. For the Miami Heat situation, I believe a main factor of why their records are doing so poorly is because they don't have the court that they generally have that they played in the NBA Finals. And not to mention that most players are in and out nowadays, such as Jimmy Butler missing more than 10 plus games due to the fact of the healthy health protocol, Bam Adebayo, Goran Dragic, Tyler Hero being in and out because of protocol situations and injury. I believe that greatly affected their team chemistry because they don't... Most most fan knows the fact that they don't always... They are not always able to practice because they have to do COVID testing just to be able to play before the game. And you don't know which team has to do contact tracing, which leads to postponement. 
and cancel to, uh, for a game. In regards to the Toronto Raptors situation, I believe that losing their their bigs were really important because Serge Ibaka was your stretch big four and five, where he was like how in the Boston versus Raptors series, he kept torching the Celtics in the three-point percentage. Marcus Gasol, yeah, he was a bit slow, but his passing ability is really underrated, which helps move the flow. You can see that Lakers currently move the ball a lot better with Marcus Gasol's passing ability. Yeah, it's been a weird season with so many players going in and out. As as you know, with Kevin Durant, he played half a game and uh, COVID protocols took him out. And that was really weird. And it's just something that has never happened before and something that a lot of teams are still navigating and wrapping their heads around. So that's led to some weird inconsistencies that you would not normally see. Uh, so that's probably why as well. I, although in the long term, it might have been good for the Miami Heat in a weird way that Jimmy Butler missed 10 games because they were able to play and not rely on him so much so a lot of other players will step up for example like Bam Adebayo having that huge 44 point game so there are some pros and cons to it you don't want to have to be so over reliant on a superstar or two and be able to still have the team game have your bench know and be responsible and know that when they're called upon they can be relied relied upon so i i think the miami heat and the toronto raptors are going to turn it around so i'm not too afraid for them um so if we talk about it on the flip side there are probably two big teams that were a bit surprising that they've played much more better than we expected. In our earlier episodes, we actually put the Golden State Warriors as probably a bottom three West team. But right now, as we are speaking today, they are the seventh seed, which is pretty crazy. And the New York Knicks, they are the current sixth seed in the East. And from our point of view, we knew with Tom Thibodeau coming in to be the head coach of the New York Knicks that they're going to turn it around and they're going to head to the right direction but we did not know they would jump from being a bottom 2-3 yeast team to being a 6th seed so that is a huge improvement and that surprised even us uh, with Golden State Warriors I'm actually surprised uh, and Steph Curry probably took it personally that people forgot he was a two-time regular season MVP and he is the person who redefined his new era of basketball with the crazy dribbling and handles and the passing and also combining with very lethal quick shot three-point shooting barrages so he is quickly reminding us and reminding all the doubters that he still is Steph Curry that two-time MVP and still a very dangerous and great player and he's showing with Draymond Green playing in a more healthy way and Steph Curry playing healthy that they uh, Steph Curry can carry the team somewhat and they can win some games so they've kind of figured it out so shout out to Steve Kerr shout out to Steph Curry Draymond Green and the whole entire Golden State Warriors organization yeah I think that Knicks being this good was a surprise because last year it took them 40 games to just to win their 11th game but this year they shortened it by by the 24th game they won their 11th victory which is a huge difference I believe the difference is the coaching culture because 
Tom Thibodeau expects uh, pushes their buttons towards the edge to play to perfection. Although you're not always able to per- play to perfection, you gotta try to play near perfection. Perfection to meet up to his standards, like having an uprising like rookie such as Emmanuel quickly, and R.J. Barrett playing well, and then and then uh, Julius Randle revamping his whole game by increasing his. Facility, playmaking ability, and just a tribute of discipline by having a, I would say, a championship caliber coach like Tom Thibodeau because he look what he did with the Chicago Bulls before and how he brought the Minnesota Timberwolves to the playoffs even though they were a terrible team. And for... The Golden State Warriors, as I totally agree with Nelson, because it seems like this season Draymond Green and uh, Steph Curry is playing out with a mission, which is to prove that to show why they were a dynasty. And I think they incorporated some of their new players, like Kelly Uber Jr. Although he's a bit inconsistent, I believe that he can be a core of their team if he's able to not play with. Too much pressure added by the outside uh, media and all those extra noises. If he if he cl- clears them out, I believe he can have like a career high game, like the his most recent forty point career, uh, forty points career game. And I believe Andrew Wiggins is a great fit because this year he has transformed into a defensive pl- a stopper for he. Checks the he marks the he defends the other opposing team's greatest best players. So I believe if he's able to keep up with such talent and such attitude, I believe he can be a all star. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins has seems to me be playing with a better focus. He is no longer required and expected to be the number one, number two scorer. So that's kind of taken a load off of him. In regards of whether he's going to play at an all-star level, I'm not completely sure yet. I don't know. I still have my doubts and reserves on that. But it will be very interesting. So if next season Clay Thompson could come back fully healthy, I do want to play. I do want to see that Golden State Warrior play like they did before. And they still can reach to the finals and win a championship again. So that will be great. And that's what we're looking for next season. So that is it for this week's episode. Thank you again for listening and supporting. Thanks for listening. This is the end of today's episode. Please like, share with friends, and subscribe.